0: Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Ekuban, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. You make my life so beautiful.
1: I have God, I am what He says I am. I can do what He says I can do. I'm about to receive the rich unfailing and grafted word of God which is able to save my soul and give me an inheritance in the kingdom of God my life will never be the same never never the same as I hear the word of God faith is created in my heart uh, and I move on from victory to victory favor to favor this is my year of progress and fruitfulness and as I hear the word of God I am catapulted into it what God has said Concerning me will surely come to pass. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Can you take your seat in his presence? Hallelujah. Anytime that God gives a promise, you will also find the enemy coming around to stop the promise. The Bible says in first Corinthians chapter sixteen, verse number nine, Paul said, A great and ineffective door is open unto me first corinthians chapter 16 verse number nine a great and effective door has opened to me and but many are the adversaries hallelujah now when the people when god gave the promise you know to the people of israel that he was taking them to the land that flows with milk and honey there were many of adversaries that came their way the ammonites the gegashites the Jebusites, many kinds of opposition came their way. But God gave them the victory. And I want you to know that God will give you the victory. Paul said, a great and effective door has been opened unto me. It could be favor doors, could be financial doors, could be business doors, but many are the adversaries. But the good news is that the, now the Bible again also says in uh, uh, in." Ephesians 6.12 That we are not fighting against flesh and blood But against principalities And against powers And against the rulers of the darkness of this age And against spiritual hosts of wickedness In high places So we must know About the fact that Before, before you win a contest You must fight Tell everybody Fight Before you become a world champion You must fight Hallelujah And this world is about fighting. The Christian life is about fighting. Tell somebody, fighting. And we are in a world whereby we are in a contest with a devil who does not go on break. So you cannot go on break. Amen? You cannot go and say, well, ask for me, I'm relaxing. It's like you are in a boxing ring and then you are not on guard and... You are just relaxed. The enemy is going to give you a real heavy punch. And so, we need to, as we begin the year, want to begin the year being on our guard. And being spiritual. And opening our spiritual eyes so that that which God has ordained for us will come to us. Can I have an amen? There's a scripture Jesus said in Matthew. You see, when the Lord told the people of his disciples to even reach out, he said, start from Jerusalem to Judea, then to the uttermost part. You always start life from your environment. So in order to win in life, you must start winning from your environment. You don't become a world champion when you have not become an area champion. In fact, you have become a champion of your house. And then you become an area champion. Are you getting me? You become a community champion. You become a champion for your your city or your your town. Champion for your region. Champion for your country. And then sub-region. And then it continues. So in the same way to spiritually... In order for us to win, we must start winning from our homes. Tell somebody, our homes. The real battle starts from our homes. And when you read Matthew chapter 10, verse number 36, I believe Jesus said something there. Matthew 10, verse number 36. He says... Let's read together. A man's enemies will be those of his own. Oh, some of you didn't read. One, two. Uh, Some of you are still not reading. I'm, I'm watching your eyes and your lips. One, two. A man. Some of you are not reading. You are only moving your lips. I can't hear your voice. One, two a man's enemies will be those of his own household hey a man's enemies will be those of his what? his own household we call them unfriendly friends it's a very dangerous thing to know that somebody is so close to you but he doesn't like you somebody who can be smiling with you And yet, he's plotting evil against you. He doesn't wish you well. When you share your success story with him, in his heart, he wished that something else happened to you. But the wishes of the enemy will not come to pass. You didn't hear me say, the wishes of the enemy will not come to pass. A man's enemies will be those of his own household your own household it starts from there when you read the story of Joseph in Genesis chapter 37 verse number 1 to 5 the Bible says that verse 2 says this is a history of Jacob Joseph being 17 years old was feeding the flock with his brothers now Joseph brought a bad report of his brothers to his father verse 3 Israel that is Jacob loved Joseph more than all his children Because he was a son of his old age Also he made him a tunic of many colors But when his brothers saw that Their father loved him more than all his brothers They hated him And could not speak peaceably to him Sometimes when people see that you have a favor They don't like you Sometimes when people see that you are beautiful They don't like it No matter your beauty Somebody will be more beautiful than you Your beauty doesn't make your competitor an ugly person. Hello? No matter how much money you have, somebody will have more money than you. All you have to do is to thank God and appreciate what he has has provided for you and who he has made you to be. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him. And not only that but the verse 5 says that he dreamt a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. It is not every dream of yours that you have to tell people. You don't expose your treasure to people. Because not everybody will celebrate with you when they see that something good is coming your way hello one young lady met a certain gentleman and uh, the relationship was moving on so closely and on the particular day that this man was coming to take her out to officially propose unofficially they were going together but officially propose in night nice style for the man to kneel down and release an the, the, the ring onto her. That day, she invited her friend. Then a friend came to the house. He said, I want to see that slick, nice man. You see, in the wisdom of God, God ensured that there is something known as viviparous form of reproduction an oviparous form of reproduction. The oviparous form of reproduction is subject to high degree of death and destruction. That is, you find out that fowls lay eggs externally. And when they lay the eggs, hawks can come and eat it. Any animals can come and take it away. So, the survival mode of the eggs of a fowl is far lesser because it's subject to a lot of external hazards so in the wisdom of God she puts a baby in the womb of a woman and for some women nobody even knows that they are pregnant and they are walking around and they are walking around and by the time you see the baby has overdeveloped full baby and then they go, and then when they deliver the baby, to you, realize that the survival rate is a lot higher. So God hides the miracle till it is matured enough for people to see. You have to learn how to hide your miracle till it is matured. But for some of us, the moment a little, the door hasn't opened yet. They said they will open it. They said they will open it. And the whole world is hearing it. Meanwhile, there is something known as ill wishes and ill desires. Forces that don't want you to do well in life. So the moment you go and tell them, you don't know that they are destroying it. This young lady, when he told that guy, I I mean, his friend, then a the friend got in there. At the time the man came, she was in the bathroom trying to freshen herself up. And lo and behold, when the man came, he saw this friend. And I don't know how the, what the woman did, how she rolled her eyes. She probably put some special coli under her eyes. Hey, my friend, people don't walk like that, though. There are things under the eyes of people. You will see them once. Some people, you eat their food once, you are lost. There's a hook in the food. Hello? Yeah, that's a, you don't know the prayer the, prayers, the person has prayed over the food there is something known as soulish prayer remind me to tell you about soulish prayer it's a very serious thing are you here with me after the guy when he saw the lady the man changed his mind what was it that came upon changed his mind a few months later after, after the, man had, uh, the, the lady had come out and they talked or whatever, eventually they didn't even go to where they had to go. To. A few months later, the friend was getting married. Who was she getting married to? This man. A man's enemies will be those of his own household. Sometimes people that are supposed to be close unfriendly friends wajib also he has taken over hello Yeah, just took over and here was Joseph and this time his own brothers hated him for the fact that the father loved him number two they hated him because he had dreamt a dream and he told them so what dream of yours are you telling people how much do you earn and what are you telling people about it you take people to your room and you show them all oh, this and this and that one day one pastor somebody went to his house those days when satellites started coming after the person saw, the satellite the passes, I said, I won't be tight again. But not everybody is happy with what you have. The verse 9, downwards, the Bible says again, when his brother saw, then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers. And they said, you see, I'm sure when they were hurting me. You were hating, but he wasn't seeing it. And he said, look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time, the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars bowed down to me. That means included the father and the mother. And then look at what his father said. He, he told it to the father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him and said to him, what is this dream that you have dreamed? shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you but it happened eventually. And verse 11, what happened? And his brothers and the enemy envied him. And his what? But his father kept the matter in his mind but the good news is that now hold on before David died he said Solomon should be king but Adonijah while David was still alive David was not dead though Adonijah said I will be king somebody of his own household Who has said that he said that Solomon should be king. So much as even there is a kinship for you, somebody is contesting for your kinship. Somebody is contesting for your ownership. Somebody is contesting. If you don't know at your workplace, somebody is contesting for your position. Somebody is contesting for your promotion. When you walk around the community, you think I should drive around, you walk around, they are very happy with you. No! They wish they were you and better than you. Amen? So you must know who you say your matter to. And not everybody who smiles with you likes you. It's only a matter of time and you'll get to know it. Hallelujah. Yeah? Right in this church, one day, somebody look at me. He said, Hello, daddy, daddy. And then now it's like as if I was like, I see if I'll turn my face on there. Then you like it. Not outside. Not, not in the yard. Not outside the church. Right inside this church. Somebody have put food in their mouth. Sheltered. Don't know from Adam. Okay? In the church hello daddy, hello daddy, hello daddy. This is a snake. A man's enemies. Are you learning something? The Bible says Joseph later his brother said his father sent him, go to the field and go and check up what is happening. And when they saw him, they said, look, the dreamer is coming. Look at the dreamer. And he said, let us kill him. And Reuben, being the firstborn, knowing that he is the one to give, go and give an account, said, no, let's not kill him. Let's put him in a pit. He had an intention that later you go and deliver him they ended up selling him. Can you imagine your own brothers and sisters binding you and selling you for 20 shekels selling you. You have been sold to some Zamama people. You have been sold sold to some Malians. Sold to some Nigerians. Sold to some people in Benin sold to some people in Cameroon. Sold to some... Sold! Sold to foreigners. You don't know what you're going to. So, the, your household people may want to sell you. But the Lord is your covering. Yeah. And whatever plan that they plan, God will turn things around to work for your good. I said, may God turn things around to work for your good. A man's enemy to be so close to him. When you read Luke chapter 22, verse 1 to 6, the Bible says that the people plotted evil against Judas, I mean Jesus. They wanted to killed Jesus, from verse 2. And the chief priests and the scribes thought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Then Satan entered Judas. Said name Iscariot who was numbered among the twelve. Hey, he was one of the twelve apostles. And he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him to them. Your betrayer. I said your betrayer. Your betrayer. Your seller. Your seller. Is a person who knows where you sleep. The kind of best food you like. May the Lord open your eyes. That pretentious people around you will be exposed, expelled, and exterminated. You see, we are going to be praying. This month is a month of prayer. But... You have to start from your household. Hello? That's what he starts from your household. There's a story of this other man called Samson. In Judges chapter 15. Someone say, Samson. Samson. Say it again. In Judges chapter 15, we are going to find Samson. Now Samson was a, a very interesting character. His birth was prophesied. In fact, an angel of the Lord came and announced his birth to the parents. In Judges chapter 13, they came and announced his birth. And then they said that he was supposed to be a Nazarite. Somebody say, a Nazarite. At the time they came and announced his birth, the mother didn't have a child. And he said, and as a Nazarite, it meant that. He had to grow his hair he shouldn't he should never cut his hair number two he was not supposed to touch dead bodies number three as a nazarite he was not supposed to drink wine and then he was not also supposed to marry outside of israel any woman who was taught an israeli he broke all these laws in fact samson was somebody who was very anointed but he just lived for himself May you not be empowered, but live for yourself. Samson married a woman from Timna. And as the tradition of, of the day was, they had to have a one-week feast. And during the feast, he came up with a riddle. And the riddle was such that if they were able to explain it, you have to give them 30... P- changes of clothing. If not, they will give it to him. And then when they realize that they didn't know it, they had to go and apply pressure on the wife. The enemy can be using somebody close to you to get to you. So sometimes you have to be sensitive even to the voices of the people around you. The woman started saying, "You don't love me." In fact, they they threatened that if they if she doesn't bring out the revelation on the riddle, they were going to kill her. And so she also went and applied the pressure. And as they applied the pressure, if and saying, "You don't love me," you don't love me, and men don't like women who like, who, who cry. I can't stand people when they are crying. It's a, it makes you feel some way. So he told her. When he told her, she also went and told the people. So Samson had to give them 30 changes of clothing. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon him. He went to Ashkelon and killed 30 of the Philistines, took their clothing and went and gave it to the people. And after doing that, Samson again, are you here with me? Am I preaching to somebody here? Samson was not happy with them. And then... Samson went and took 300 foxes. Tied their tail. It is said that you don't touch a tail of a fox. But for Samson to be able to tie. The tail of foxes, it meant that a special anointing was upon him. And lifts their tails up and released them into the farms of the Philistines. And their farms got bent. And when their farms got bent, they got so angry. And they decided to encamp the Israeli. And when they encamp and said, Why why have you encamped around us? They say, It's because of Samson and because they couldn't go to Samson directly 300 sorry 3000 men of Judah went to Samson and he said one man his own people they went to him in judges 15:10 he said and the men of Judah said why have you come against us so they answered we have come up to arrest Samson to do to him as he has done then verse 11 read it with me verse 11 then what three thousand men of Judah went down to the cleft of the rock of Etam and said to Samson, do you not know that the Philistines rule over us what is this you have done to us and he said to them as they did to me so I have done to them verse 12 but they said to him we have come down to arrest you that we may deliver you into the hand of the Philistines. then samson said to them swear to me that you will not kill me yourselves hmm. and so they spoke to him saying no but we will what? tie you or bind you up securely and deliver you into their hands but we will surely not kill you. And and the enemy bound him. Who bound him? They bound him with two new robes and brought him up from the rock. And then when you read further, realize that they went and gave him over to their people. His own people bound him. Someone say, his own people bound him. That is why Jesus said in Matthew 10:36. says. A man's trouble shall be from the people of his own house. Whatever trouble that is coming from your house, we bind it in Jesus' name. I heard a story of a a, a very interesting story of a lady who I hear when she was married, they killed some fowls and uh, the grandmother was expecting that she would give to her the, the, in fact she had an issue after the marriage there were some challenges so we were in church and we were praying and during the prayer there was a manifestation that the grandmother was very angry with her and what was it? it was because during the marriage are you listening to me? during the marriage they killed some fowls and the grandmother was expecting to be given the intestines of the fowls. Intestines of the fowls. Not, not even intestines of cow. Intestines of fowls. Are you here with me? And she was angry with him. So... After the prayer session, she went to the grandma and said, Grandma, I hear you are very angry with me because I didn't give you. He said, Yes, I was very angry with you. He said, So if I give you some, would you like it? He said, Yeah. So she went and killed five fowls, pulled out the intestines, and gave it to her. I hear the following year, she gave birth to twins. Whatever it was, there were some force. I hear what I'm saying. The, her own grandmother, her own grandmother, had something against her. Hello. That's what Bible says. Uh, and a man's enemies shall be they of his own household. Maybe in your family, you are probably. First person to have had done a wedding. You say, when a person or two and him want to look glorious. You know, some years ago people were very afraid to do wedding. It is after they have given birth and things before. But I tell you, after your wedding you are going to give birth. Whatever force and whatever power of the enemy, they shall be broken. God will give you the upper hand, for no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up in judgment, it is condemned in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever their divination is, will not work. Whatever their enchantment is, will not work. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. One guy travelled, had a visa, everything. Go to car, he showed the visa, the passport, everything. Put the passport in his pocket. When he got to Europe, said, "Your passport." He couldn't find the passport. Search all his body, search everything. And without passport, you have no identity, so you will not be allowed entrance. So he was brought back. He got back to Kotoka as he got going through immigration. Same pocket he had put the thing was there.
0: When he got to his village,
1: then an old lady stood there. Utu You are traveling. Tell us where you are going to. His own household. You see, witches and evil spirits they don't like good things I'm telling you there are people, personalities they don't like during naming ceremonies it's not everybody who must come and sit there are you getting me? and that is why when you are have, you are going to have a celebration you, you have to pray You have to pray. Don't just get up and think that everybody coming to a celebration came to celebrate with you. There are in wishes and in desires. And that's why even when you give birth, it's good that you have an anointed man of God who prays over you. When you are going to marry, don't just say I want to have a celebration. I want to have a wedding. We are going to have a wedding. Do you know what you are going to face? You need anointing. going to fight you from your husband's background and your mother's background whether you like it or not not everybody in your, your your spouse's background likes that you should get married and somebody not everybody even from your own background would want you to be married and so before you get into it you have to do your homework before you sit on any chair, you must make sure that the chair has been anointed by the Lord for you. Am I preaching over here? Yeah. Don't just get up. And just go and do some things. You have to pray. You have to pray. And some of us, we have to look even to our family backgrounds certain things that fought our uncles and fought our parents or whatever, then you must know that these are strongholds. And you must rise up against those strongholds and begin to deal with them. We begin to deal with them. Because the Bible says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The weapons they will form, by they will not prosper. May God give you the upper hand against every weapon of the enemy. I said, may God give you the upper hand against every, every, every weapon of the enemy. Amen. Heard a story of a man who traveled to Europe. When he, he returned, he decided to go and build in his hometown. As he, he started building, he was having all kinds of challenges. And uh, eventually, he found out that his uncle was not happy with him. The uncle said, "Nobody has has built. We are all living in a family house. You small boy, we are coming to build to get honor and glory. That is why before you start a project, you must know that the hand of God must be on the project. Some of you get some land. No, hey, I've got land. I started building." Do you know what has been deposited on that land? Even when you get to a hotel room, you think it's a hotel room. Don't you know a hotel room? Everybody can sleep there. Do you know the type of bed you are going to sleep on? Do you know the last person who came to sleep there? Do you know what they came and did in the room? I'm not even talking about sleeping. I'm talking about other things. People go to hotel rooms for rituals. So when you enter into any new premises you must pray that your heavens are open. That is why before Jesus started his public ministry, the Bible says that whilst he was being baptized and praying, the heaven was open. Your heaven must open. Yeah. This year your heaven must open. Yeah. This year you must contend with every force of darkness. but By the grace of God, you, you will buy the land. You will start building. You will complete it. You will live in it. God will bless you. Any evil eye that is set against you, will curse that eye. Any wicked hand stretch against you. The Bible says in Psalm 37 verse 17, that we bind that hand and we cut it off in the name of the Lord Jesus. They said, we have come to bind you and to hand you over to your, your enemies it is the people in the house there is a saying that bebekawa, if some something will bite you it is from your own. you see the insect that is inside your dress is more dangerous than the insect outside the animal that is have, have you ever had some insect enter your shed before and you are trying to touch it and you are, you are, you are going in there you start dancing as on top with it hey it's not that easy at all <laughs> hallelujah sometimes among believers even when we see somebody doing well we are not happy see somebody wear a dress particularly there is a location then they call another person. they are making commentaries ill wishes even in church, ill desires. operation of the works of the flesh. Why are you not happy that they have announced somebody's wedding? Why are you not happy that they, uh, somebody, somebody uh, is driving a new car? Why are you not happy that somebody is being celebrated? We have a saying in front If you don't make sure that somebody is honored, you too, you will not be honored. But in this church, we will honor people and you will be honored too. As people are celebrating, we shall celebrate with them. Can I have an amen? Every prayer that has been set against you, listen to me. One of the prayers you need to pray against is, There's something called soulish prayer. What was the soulish prayer? I knew a certain guy who was interested in a lady. No, no, the lady too had a medical doctor. She was also interested in a medical doctor. And this guy was praying a soulish prayer to have a hold on her heart. a day before the engagement she almost went bonkers yeah they carried her and brought her to my office to be prayed for she said she didn't want the thing she was was totally confused she was prayed for so those of you who play like this like that when somebody comes you are not interested don't do like this like that no Plain. Not that you receive some gifts and you are receiving some something because it becomes a point of contact. Hello? One man of God from his own mouth. He said he says that a certain sister was claiming. Him. And God told him that this sister is claiming you. And he was he was counseling the sister. But no, no, the sister was interested. I'm talking about a soulish prayer and how to defend yourself. Sometimes you don't know why you decide and you fall for certain things. There are even people in church, you fall for their evil ideas because you don't know what they say over you. And remember the Bible says that Jesus said, The words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So the spirit of their words can enter into you and influence you. And this man of God that I'm talking about, is not a small man of God. Prayer for anointed. He said, as he went, he passed behind the window of the lady, and what God had told him, that this woman is claiming, you don't know the woman was there. Father, in Jesus' name, I claim this brother. I claim her. I claim this. I claim this. I claim that. He had it with his own two ears. and then, are you here with me? Finish soon. I just want to share this so that we'll begin to pray. <coughs> Ask your friend, have you been claimed? Or <coughs> 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 oh, were you claimed? <laughs> oh, 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 it was a willing a willy offer. I take authority I cough off the soul of this brother I cough off that his soul and you know the soul consists of your will your emotions it means that your emotion emotionally you will be attached to the person i played football before. There's something called dealings. And they call on spirit. They do all kinds of things. Are you getting me? Yeah. To affect the people in a way. So, so, as he said that, and according to the man of God himself, he said, for some funny reason, he said that somehow he fell for the lady. Yeah. And then when he went and told his pastor that... I want to marry this... Uh, the pastor said, no, you can't marry this woman. You see, there are people, they think they are, they are so intelligent when the pastor speaks, because it, it's my own life. But it's not just your own, your own life. He like, said, you can't marry this person. But somehow, he also even felt that, well, once you have given your word and all those things. But way somehow the Lord found a way of delivering him from it. May the Lord deliver you from every soulish prayer. I said, may the Lord deliver you from every soulish prayer. May anybody call in your soul in the night. I said, may anybody call in your soul in the night. May anybody wishing you evil in your your relationship. Listen, one lady she told me, not as you are, I was at the university. She came to me. That I should pray for her. Said somebody sent her to me. Then she came with a friend. As we pray. All of a sudden. When we finish. I said let's give the Lord a clap. As we say. Let's give the Lord a clap. Like this. She didn't go down like this. She fell down like a tree. Bam. Then the friend. That night. We spent over seven hours to pray for her fair beautiful lady she had a lot of black spots like a leopard on her skin then you know what she told me she said she can look at a couple and they begin to fight and cast a spell on them and then the relationship breaks not that somebody said she told me herself so there are some things that happen in your, in your life, around your life. You will take it that it is ordinary, but there are some dealings, some spiritual things that are going on around you. We had to pray another seven hours, 14 hours, before she was totally delivered. Today may every attempt and voice of the enemy against you be silenced. May any agreement of witches and wizards and the wishes of men be cancelled by the blood of Jesus. We overcome psychic commands and demands on your life. Some of you, there are altars that have been raised and your names have been mentioned. But may those altars catch fire. I say, may those altars catch fire. May incantations and invocations against you may they be cancelled by the precious blood of Jesus. We overcome every demonic assignment in the name of Jesus. There are people who have looked at your marriage, your finances, and your destiny, they have spoken things. But today we reverse them in Jesus' name. I said we reverse them in Jesus' name. I believe that the reason why you are hearing this today is because God wants you to do something about it. You want to begin to pray whatever has tied you tied your family tied your marriage tied your children tied your destiny we untie it in Jesus name Amen. that's what we shall, we shall untie oh I read a story which I, later I will, I, will, I will talk in details about in Mark chapter 11 verse one to, well, well, uh, from verse 1 and 2 the Bible talks about a donkey that was tied and the donkey was tied the Bible said never sat on a donkey is supposed to be sat on a piece of burden but the donkey was tied, tied by who? tied by the family and Jesus said go to the village over there against you you will see a donkey tied and when you go release him and then when people ask you why are you releasing say the Lord has need of him Hallelujah. so there is a donkey and the donkey represents human beings it represents you, it represents your business, it represents your marriage, represent your finances. Something of your that has been tied. And when they say they should release him, he said, He sent two of his disciples. So God will always send people to come and be a help to you. This morning, God has sent me to be a help to you. I said, God, listen, God has sent me to be a help to you to bring you this word. He said, Where you go, they will ask you, Why are you releasing him? It means that even when you are being prayed for, even when you want the deliverance, the enemy wants to contest the deliverance. He said, no man has sat on it. No man has sat on it so that the king of kings will sit on you. The original assignment he couldn't do it. But he said, the Lord has need of you. This year the Lord has need of you. The Lord has need of your home. The Lord has need of your children. You will marry. You will have children. Your business will do well. You shall progress. It shall be well with you. As I shall be well with you, it shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. Well with you. Well with you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. They untied the donkey and then took him to Jesus and they put their cloth on it the donkey was decorated you will be decorated yes. then they put also cloths on the ground and palm fronts on the ground you will walk on red carpets yes. you that were tired whatever of yours that was tied, it shall be released your business shall be released your marriage shall be released your finances shall be released your health shall be released your honor shall be released. Your favor shall be released. You shall be untied. You shall be untied. You shall be untied. And released unto the Lord. And a red carpet shall be laid for you. And you shall be decorated. I say, you shall be decorated. And the Lord shall be the lifter up of your head. And you shall leap like a calf let out of the stone. And you shall rejoice in the Lord your God. Anybody whose life has been put under a rock. Your destiny that has been tied to a tree. The limiter has been placed on your life. Whatever lid that has been put on your head, put on the, the lid that has been put on the head of your children, your family, is coming off today. I said, it's coming off today. We are going to break every limitation, every barrier. We command every kind of altar to catch fire. And the Lord will bring restoration. The Bible says that they tied him. But they said, we won't kill you. So long as you are not dead, there is life. And there is hope. So there is hope for you. I said there is hope for you. As I end my message, Job 42 verse 10. The Bible says that the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed. I see the Lord turn your captivity. The Lord restored Job losses when he prayed for his friends, I see the Lord restoring your losses. You didn't hear me. I said, there's a restoration of losses. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Whatever you lost, may you get it back. Today, you are going to make a demand on what is yours. I told you a story that when we were young, we used to have a toffee called wapi. And you lick it a little and you put it in your pocket. You lick it. You can, you can in fact, one wapi you can, three days it can be in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Then you put it back. But when somebody doesn't like you, as you are holding your wapi, so I say wapi, then he hits your hands and the wapi falls down. Then he takes your wapi whoever is trying to take your wapi we cut off their hands yeah. sometimes you are struggling with them that family wapi ma'am family wapi ma'am then they put it in their mouth but when the enemy comes to take your wapi and puts it in his mouth there's, there's always a last opportunity when you say give my wapi and it's all given it to you because you can't open his mouth hand, palm he puts his mouth, this time you hold his throat say fami wapi ma'am see how he's opening his mouth can you swallow anything again the enemy will not swallow what is yours someone say fami wapi ma'am say give me my wapi wapi is sweet, it means that whatever is sweet for you that the enemy is taking you are holding his throat and you are commanding him Give me my wapi. Give me my wapi. Give me my wapi. Give, give me my business. Give me my job. Give me my husband. Give me my wife. Give me the joy. Give me whatever you stole. I am taking back what is mine in the name of the Lord Jesus. So say release. Say so release. The last scripture is Job chapter twenty. Verse 15, 18 to 21, and we are done. He swallows down riches and vomits them up again. God casts them out of his belly. May God cast out your riches out of his belly. Are you in the church? Am I preaching good to you? I said, may God cast out your riches out of his belly ever has stolen whatever is yours whether it's physical or spiritual may they be arrested I said may they be arrested may they be arrested may they be arrested may they be arrested arrested. we arrest anybody that has taken anything of yours in the name of the Lord Jesus whatever belongs to you that the enemy by whether by trickery or by intimidation try to take it from you will receive your thing back. Amen. Read from verse eighteen quickly, and let's finish it out. Verse eighteen, verse eighteen. He will restore. Everybody want to? I can't hear you. Some of you are at the back here. Will he will restore that for which he labored. That means that the thing that he labored to take away from you, he will restore it, yeah. and will not what swallow it down from the proceeds of business, he will get no enjoyment. <laughs> Bonsami enjoy that. <laughs> hey! hey, So I say, hey! hey, Let's finish. Verse 19 and 20. For he has oppressed and forsaken the poor. He has violently seized a house which he did not build. Do you know people do that? 2021. 20, Let's finish it. Twenty. Because he knows no quietness in his heart, he will not save anything he desires. The devil will not save that which he desires for him. And twenty-one, let's read together as we finish. Nothing is left for him to eat; therefore, his well-being will not last. The well-being of your enemy will not. Slap somebody! Say, the well-being of my enemy. Will not last, but God will make me stronger than my enemies. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. I see God making you stronger. Oh, you didn't hear me? I see, I see God making you stronger. Yeah, there's a scripture like that that God will make you what stronger than your enemies. Put it there. May the Lord make you stronger than your enemies. I said, may the Lord make you stronger than your enemies. 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 There will be nothing left for him to eat. And according to Psalm 71 verse 21, the Lord will increase your greatness and comfort you on every side. The Lord make you stronger than your enemies. Are you ready to pray? Stand to your feet, somebody. And give God some praise. In the name of Jesus, there is power, power, wonder, working power in the blood
0: of the land. Precious blood of
1: the lamb. There is power. There is power. 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 the, the world, power, power in the blood hey, 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 of the lamb. There, there is
0: to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service, 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Second service, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. And prayer and miracle service every Friday at 6.30 p.m. You will find us at the Zoe Temple on the Bachona Dogona Road off the Spintex Road at Bachona Equal. You can always call 0242 784 424 or 0244 216 084. Email Revj Ekuban at salcy.org. Revj Ekuban is spelled R E V J E K U B A N. Sol S O L C I. That is Revj Ekuban at solsi.org.